TechLead here and welcome to my coffee time. Now as an ex-Google Tech Lead, I wanted to give you a full in-depth review of the Apple Card which I received today. You know we've all seen the previews of the Apple Card and they haven't been that good but I wanted to get my hands actually on this and really explore this card in detail and see maybe it can live up to the hype, maybe something's different, maybe it smells good. Oh, smells like pretentiousness. And no, it's um, it's still bad. Nothing's changed. I don't know why I thought anything would change now that I have my hands on this and I've taken a hit to my credit score just to try it out. It's still garbage, pure garbage. And let me tell you why. And through this video, I thought I would also talk about my credit card strategy and tell you what cards I personally keep in my wallet and what I think are good cards. So stick around for that. So first of all though, if you were to actually get this on your hands, you will see that it actually looks pretty neat. It's made out of titanium and there's no numbers on it, which is pretty neat since I can show it on camera. And there's kind of a weight to it. So it's metallic and it looks pretty nice. But that's about where the pros of the card end because you can't really beat how bad this card is. It is a 1% cash back card essentially anywhere you go, right? You swipe this card at any restaurant, hotel, gas station, 1% back. That's bottom of the barrel rates. You really can't get any worse than 1%. You go to a Target, Whole Foods, anywhere you use this card, you're getting 1% back. Most cards will give you at least something somewhere. You get some bonus. Yeah, sure, maybe for this, if you go to the Apple store, you can get 3%, but really who's going to the Apple store all the time shopping with this card? So in reality, this card is just pretty bad. And it dawned on me that anytime somebody pulls out this card, they're being hosed. They're the laughing stock of the entire restaurant table because they're getting 1% cash back. You know, if someone pulled this card out of the restaurant, I would just say, you know what? Let me take this card. I'll handle the bill. I'll pay it with my 1.5 or 2% cash back card. And then you can pay me the difference later on. So beautiful as this card is, you can't get any worse. So to give an overview of how this card works, you get 3% at the Apple store. If you use Apple Pay, you get 2%. But using Apple Pay, you're generally going to have to be using your phone. If you pull out this card physically, you're getting 1% on anywhere except for Apple where you get that 3%. So that's what I'm telling you that anytime you pull this card out, it means that you're not using Apple Pay, you're just getting that 1% bottom of the barrel rate, which makes you look absolutely ridiculous. Like. <laughs> So anytime you go into your wallet, you're gonna wanna pull out any other card besides this one, unless you're out to cut your filet mignon. So the way they want you to use this card though, is you pull out your iPhone and then you double tap the button on the side and then it loads up Apple Pay. You have your credit card here and then you can use this to pay. And you can put other cards here as well. That's pretty much how it's supposed to work. And then the software, they got like some additional things on it. Like as your spend, your card is going to start to change colors. This card is currently yellow because I have been using the shopping category. And you know, maybe if you were to use like the restaurant category or hotel travel category, some other colors would start showing up. And then you can go into the wallet app and you can track your spending, see where you're spending things. But let me tell you why the software is not very useful, right? Primarily because it's only good for this one credit card that you're using and you're really going to want some other credit cards at your disposal. So using an app like say Mint or Personal Capital is going to be able to track spending across all of your different cards. If the only thing you're tracking is spending on this one single Apple card, all you're really doing is tracking your budgeting and spending in the Apple Pay category, but your biggest expense categories, they're not necessarily going to be tracked. The only way that this Apple card could be useful 
is if you are doing massive amounts of spending on Apple Pay. Like for example, compared to a 1.5% card, you would have to go to Whole Foods or Target and charge over $20,000 on your card on Apple Pay just to save yourself an extra $100, right? It's ridiculous. And you need to think about where are you doing most of your spending. For me, it's on like travel, hotels, gasoline, servers, office equipment. Maybe I go on Amazon, do some online shopping for camera equipment. This Apple card is really not good for any of those things. It's really only good for say minor expenses using Apple Pay. Or if you happen to go to the Apple store and start charging massive amounts onto your card. Even still, you know, I don't personally shop at the Apple store. Usually I can find far better deals online. So I don't really know why I got this card. Maybe somewhere in the back of my mind, I thought it could help me get my ex-wife back or something. And to make matters kind of worse, and it's a pro and a con, there's no credit card number on here. So in order to actually use this to do any online purchasing, which there's absolutely no reason for you to do that, but if you wanted to, you would have to go into your phone, fidget around with the settings, use your face ID, unlock it, and somewhere deep in the settings menu, you can figure out what your credit card number would be for this. Um, it's really a pain to do. Now this card being metallic, it's pretty heavy. And I wanna show you something. I wanna show you how amazing my wallet is, okay? So this is my wallet and I'll have a link in the description below if you want it, but it is extremely thin and small and lightweight. Like you could just crumple it up like that and you know, it's just like really thin and nice. I like it because it is pretty much as lightweight and thin and small as you can get. And one big factor for me is keeping as few cards in my wallet as possible. I don't want like a huge wallet. And actually I would say that the physical presence of a card is one huge barrier for me. So I was thinking, well, why don't I just keep the Apple card around? And you know, I don't have to carry it. And anytime I see Apple Pay at the store, I could just double tap, use this pay, get 2% back. That seems pretty cool, that seems neat, but here's the problem. The reason that I don't like having so many credit cards around is because each credit card is a liability. It requires maintenance and overhead and I have to monitor the charges on there every single month. I check every credit card I have just to make sure that there's no strange unrecognized charges on those cards, which is why each card has overhead and it's a maintenance burden. If there's not sufficient value in the card, then I'm not going to keep it around. So in order to understand this, let me explain the credit card strategy that I do have. Personally, I have the Capital One Quicksilver and then I have the Capital One Spark for Business. So these are essentially 1.5% cashback credit cards and they're very simple. That's pretty much all they do. There's no foreign transaction fees which make them extremely good for travel. And these are my two primary cards. Now, I know many of you are going to be shouting, use the Chase Sapphire Preferred card or the Starwood card. I've already actually used those. I've churned through them several years ago and then I'm kind of like banned from getting these again. But those are great cards to have if you can get them. Personally, I just stopped traveling after a while so I kind of canceled those out. But I think if you can get those, those are good. And then there are also those 2% cashback cards like the Fidelity card, the Citibank double back cashback card. I've tried some of these and the reason that I don't like them is because they're not necessarily run by large credit card processors. I think Fidelity outsources to some small company, Elon or something. And I think the Citibank card, it doesn't have free foreign transaction fees, which makes it pretty terrible for foreign overseas travel. Yeah, the CD double cash card has a 3% foreign transaction card. So that's really no good. And then yeah, there's a whole bunch of other cards like the Uber card, the Costco card, the Amazon card. Some of these may be pretty interesting as well. Over time, I've been thinking like each card is just a maintenance burden and yeah, they're kind of fun to churn around with and to optimize for. But at the end of the day, it may also just be taking up 
too much time also unless you're just really bored and then yeah you can mess around with those i've already turned through like 30 or 40 cards anyway so i've already gotten like all of the travel bonuses but yeah overall the problem with this i would say is that the rate is just garbage you know these capital one cards they get you at least 1.5 percent cash back you can even pay like a hundred dollar fee or so and get two percent cash back but you know, as I mentioned, based on earlier calculations, you need to be racking up $20,000 in spend just to break even on that fee, which is why I don't think it really makes too much sense. And what really kills this card for me is that when you pull it out, rather than being a sign of prestige and class and intelligence, it just shows that you're pulling this out and you're getting bottom of the barrel the worst possible rate you can get on cash back. Like there's just no worse card to pull out than this one. You don't actually want to be seen in public with a card like this. The app may be okay, right? Because when you pull this out, you're at least getting 2% back. That's, that's kind of acceptable. Um, even though in the long run, it's going to be a lot of maintenance burden for you. So that'll do for me. I'm sure that many of you guys will still be getting this card anyway because you want to go out and look pretentious. I heard that our fellow YouTuber Joma will be getting this as well. I think it probably suits him. Let me know your thoughts on the new Apple card. And also let me know your credit card strategy. I'd love to hear that. If you liked the video, give a like and subscribe. Really appreciate that stuff. And I will see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Remember to grab your receipt.